We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Oh, mama! What a play! Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. Dropping a little bit later on a Tuesday, but for good reason. We're celebrating the 4th national championship for women's gymnastics and coming up on the show today assistant coaches Lou Ball, Tom Haley, Lindsay Morrison but let's get things started with two of the best Maggie Nichols and Jade Degavea as we celebrate a national championship in women's gymnastics. Maggie we had a chance to talk last week and as you were walking out of the studio you and Coach were going to start working on the floor routine. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go out on a limb and guess that everything went okay, right? Yes, I landed on my feet. It was all good. <laughs> what was that process like for you? January 11th was the last time you had competed in the all-around. You mm-hmm. were able to get back ridiculously quick. Yeah. But what was it like for you to finally be able to do the all-around, and how kind of did it affect you physically? Mm-hmm. Well, we had an injury in our floor lineup, so someone had to kind of step up and so we put together, like, a two-pass floor routine with some D-leaps. Um, and I knew I was, like, I could hit it, and I was confident in myself. And so I just wanted to go out there um, prelims day and hit that routine for my team to help advance tonight, too. Is anyone, Jade, healthy on this team right now? That's my biggest question that I have with everything that you guys have gone through. Injuries. You even personally. I mean, last time we talked, you were getting treatment while we were doing your interview. <laughs> yeah. How, can you take us through how challenging it is physically through the grind of a gymnastics season? I mean, it's kind of, you know, we practice so often and it's like the main goal is to be really, really consistent and everyone kind of develops those nagging injuries as the season goes on. But I think it just, it makes it that much more important because a bunch of different people are able to step up and add to the team and 
I don't know. It was it was definitely a rough season in terms of injuries. But for you personally, how far did you push yourself? How hard was it on you? Because that's a pretty severe injury that you've dealt with all season long. Um, I mean, I kind of just go out there and do what I can and lots of cold tubbing. Lots of cold tubbing. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes twice a day. You know, it's uh, I wanted to kind of talk about this quite a bit and – Lindsay had wrote an incredible recap about how you guys did it for Dave. And mm-hmm. do it for Dave was a thing all season line, uh, long. We deal with injuries. We deal with issues like that. Real life hit hard with this team this year. Maggie, can you take us through how challenging that was mm-hmm. whenever – we're not talking about an ankle injury or a knee injury. We're talking about someone that lost their dad. And mm-hmm. you guys, you lost a friend. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely difficult what we went through. You know, Jen is like our best friend. You know, everyone on the team goes to Jen for anything. And just to see – um, her go through a hard time and, you know, losing Dave, he was like kind of like our Norman dad, um, always in the gym, you know, he was there for us for anything. And so to see him go and to see Jen hurt was very hard for us. But Jen was honestly the heart and soul of this team this year and kept us together as a family. And um, I think she brought us together closer and made us stronger, which helped us win a national championship. Can you guys take me through the songs and how you guys chose those? Was there any rhyme or reason, or was that more of, of a Coach Kindler thing? That was definitely a Coach Kindler thing. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah. The, so, honestly, what was it the night before the meet? 24. Ap- 20... Apparently, the coaches were up until 3, 3 in the morning <laughs> picking our song. But after we won, okay, the song we picked was called Champion. The Champion. Right. And after we yeah. won, the song started playing, and it was like, fade. <laughs> That's yeah. aw- so. Now, is the song a hype song? Is it just something that you guys walk out to? I mean, I think her the main goal when she chooses the song is more the message that it sends. Gotcha. So each week we kind of like the theme was like based off of the song that she chose for that specific meet. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a, a, a motivational thing for you guys. Yeah. yeah. But three a.m. to pick out a song. Come on, KJ. Hey, she, uh, she's. She's, she's she's pays a lot of attention to detail. She cares a lot about that stuff. She's very so. creative too. She wants everything to be perfect. Yeah. So with, with that in mind, let's talk about the creativity that you just talked about when you go and you put together a floor routine that obviously you've done. How much changed from what you were originally doing to what you did, Maggie, over the forty-eight hours of the national championship? Um, with floor? Yeah. Um, I mean, I did a lot of the same dance, but, you know, KJ's very creative, like I said, and she wants everything to look perfect. And so um, she put together a great floor routine that was um, easier for me to do and good to land on my feet. For you, Jade, whenever there's – you're not doing the all-around, but there's a specialized events that you have. What's that like for you whenever you've got to stay loose, you've got to stay ready? You know when your spot in the rotation is coming up, but you've got to focus on it. Is that challenging or is that just what you've always done? Um, that's kind of what I've always done. Also, it depends from meet to meet based off of like our rotations. So sometimes day one, we started on vault Mm -hmm. and ended on floor. So I was on the first event and then I was on the last event. So I had like two rotations in the middle to like stay warm. And then finals day, we went bars, beam, floor, vault. So it was kind of back to back. But I mean, you get used to it. It's when you just, compete every single weekend. <laughs> and then for you, Maggie, having done the all-around for so long, when you weren't, how did you handle not having an event or, or having a break in there? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely different for me because this season I've only competed like two, three events. Um, only competed all around like two or three times. But, um, uh, but when we needed it most, so, <laughs> yeah. man, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, um, honestly, I felt 
really healthy, not healthy, but I felt good at this competition. I felt like I could um, hit all four of my events for my team, so I felt good. Overall, what's next? And, I mean, do you get some time? School, obviously, but do you guys get some time to yourself? Jade, what's kind of next for you? Um, I'm going to go back to the home state of Florida. Nice, <laughs> lay nice. By, lay by the beach a little bit and then back to the grind. <laughs> How about And, Maggie, you got a, a cool thing this summer. You're going to throw out yeah. the first pitch at a Twins game, right? I am. Yeah, I'm going to Mexico for like a week after finals and then going back to Minnesota. And, yeah, it's kind of cool that I get to throw out the first pitch at the Minnesota Twins game just because I grew up going to those games, so it's going to be special. It was funny. I was talking about the Minnesota Twins during the break, and I brought up Kirby Puckett, and I realized, oh, my gosh, you're so young. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to go more Joe Maurer uh, if we're going to talk about Minnesota. But for, for you and Maggie, you first, can you take us to that moment when you knew that you would clinch the national championship? Because you guys had a pretty good feel. Yeah. But you found another level mm-hmm. on Saturday night. What was that moment like for you when you knew that you guys had clinched a title mm-hmm. again? I mean, even before we started the competition, everyone was just so ready to go. We felt that spark between the whole team, and um, we were all very confident in each other. And so I felt like that really helped us. But, um, you know, we started off pretty good on bars. I wouldn't say it was our best rotation, but I think after beam is when we knew, just because it was routine after routine after routine, nailing, 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 sticking dismounts. And I think after beam is when we knew that we we had it in the bag. And um, floor, we did have a little mistake, but after that mistake, we were – on our game. So um, it was just special, I think. And after um, Olivia's floor team, I was, like, already in tears. And we still had another rotation. But I was, like, crying. I was, like, we have this. But um, it was just a special day. How much did last year's miss, if you will, motivate you guys, Jade? Well, we had shirts with the margin that we missed it by. We had bracelets with the margin that we missed it by. So you could say it was – it was a nice, constant motivation. And in some cases, and sometimes people, they, they don't want you to read. It's like, you got to wipe it clean. Maggie, that wasn't the case here. Mm-hmm. Coach wanted to make sure, and you guys wanted to make sure you remembered how oh, yeah. close you were, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like Jade said, it was on T-shirts um, that we wore for conditioning and at 6 a.m. workouts. We had bracelets that we wore um, to, like, every meet. So, And they would kind of, like, say the hashtag, like, during conditioning to motivate us to work even harder. Just because losing by that little of a margin – is like a flex toe, not even a flex foot, a flex toe. And so we knew that we could have won last year, so we just wanted to do everything we could this year to, you know, take the title. All right, a couple more, and I'll let you guys get out of here. Um, first of all, Sooner Choice Awards. You guys get to go last night. Did you have a good yeah. time? Uh-huh. How about That event's ended up being a pretty big deal, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Fun? Or, or, or would you rather be doing something else? I mean, I think it's kind of fun just because right. it's all the athletes. Gotcha. And, like, you're kind of dressed up. It's kind of different. Rarely do you see all the athletes in one place <laughs> looking <up>. nice. <laughs> <laughs> Usually it's shorts, sweats, yeah. and a shirt. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess maybe the other question is you've, you've celebrated these before. Jade, what's the first thing you want to do to celebrate the championship? Or what's the first thing you did do after winning the championship? Um... I mean, we all just kind of got together and enjoyed. <laughs> we and we enjoyed, we embraced the moment, and we enjoyed kind of the fact that season was over and we have some time off to wind down and just focus on school. Mm-hmm. For you, Maggie, what was the first thing you wanted to do after you won? Um, well, I got home and unpacked, and then I took a big nap. <laughs> 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 but it was fun to just hang out with all the all the girls on the team. Um, we got together, and it was just nice to spend that time together and celebrate. The LSU coach said there was no one that was going to beat you tonight. 
And uh, I'll let you go with this. Jade, I'll start with you. What led to that mindset that no one was going to be able to catch you guys on Saturday night? Um, I think a huge part of our competition was the fact that we went in knowing that it was we were competing for a way bigger purpose. We had our model the whole season, and it was do it for Dave. And we went in there, and we knew that he was watching over us, and that gave us that little bit of extra confidence to go out there and do exactly what we know how to do and enjoy the moment, and it was all for him. So, A lot of people thought maybe, too, the sentimental story was UCLA mm-hmm. with, uh, mm-hmm. with like Coach Val in her last event. And, I mean, Maggie, you guys, there was no one that was going to beat you <laughs> on Saturday night. For you, what kind of led to that mindset? Um, I would have to agree with Jade. You know, we had a bigger purpose, and we were doing it all for him. And, you know, he was watching over us through it all. And so having that motivation and having him looking down on us really helped us get through each and every routine. Um, but also – we had it in our minds that we are going to win. So when you have something in your mind, you'll be unstoppable. Great stuff from Jade and Maggie. They have put together incredible careers. And I don't think we're done talking to either one of them on the Sooner Sports Podcast. Now, let's get to the sidelines, shall we? The coaches, KJ Kindler, unable to join us because she's already out recruiting. So let's talk with Tom Haley and Lou Ball, longtime assistant coaches for Sooners Women's Gymnastics. Tom, I'll, I'll start with you. Can you take us through... Just this weekend, I mean, from Friday night and, you know, Maggie sliding back into the all-around first time since January 11th and putting forward a a pretty complete performance to set the stage for Saturday. Yeah, it's uh, really, honestly, um, you could kind of see all of this playing out as we led up to the championship. Um, These were all, like, ideas we were having and and scenarios that we were coming up with, but you didn't know if they would come to fruition. Um, But Friday night, it all worked out that way. We put Maggie last. We were thinking, you know, let's be strategic. She hasn't done the all-around yet, and we wanted to have fresh legs for the championship. So maybe she won't go. So uh, last kid went, or fifth kid went on floor, and uh, I kind of looked at KJ, what are we doing? (laughs) KJ had already communicated with Maggie. Maggie said, I'm good. And KJ said, she's good. And I said, all right, we're good. Let's go. So (laughs) went up to Maggie on the podium and and just kind of did our pre-routine talk, and, and there she went. And won an, an all-around national championship. It's unbelievable. She hadn't had competed since January 11th and goes and wins a title. Lou, what does that say about Maggie Nichols? Um, stud. <laughs> uh, she's she's obviously uh, the best. I mean, her mind is just wound different than everybody else's. The, I was worried about the physical side for Maggie just because she hadn't gotten a lot of numbers in. Right. But you never, ever doubt her mind. You never doubt her ability to just dial in and be right on top of everything she's doing so i watch you guys more than i watch the gymnast i mean i i i I love seeing the energy of the coaches on the sidelines but for you i mean there's that calm cool side but then when it lands that's when all the energy or whenever it sticks that's when that's when the energy comes out isn't it yeah and sometimes (laughs) it's not good either i was reminded by my wife at the regional there was a couple moments where the the look on my face wasn't jubilation but (laughs) So you get you get both sides of it, but it is raw emotion. It's it's just what comes out. But that's that's in, important, is it not? Because even if things didn't necessarily go so well, you got to stay positive, right? Because it's then that carries over to the next student athlete, doesn't it? Absolutely. There's you know you're feeling so many emotions on the inside, but you have to be present in the moment and know what's coming up and and know the athlete you're about to deal with and how they respond to whatever emotion. And typically, like Lou was saying, if it wasn't going that great, you have to be the face of positivity for that next person. Uh, so, Lou, we were talking to Jade and Maggie, and they had brought up the songs and how there was always a song that was kind of set in a tone. Were you guys really up till 3 a.m. picking a song? 
Uh, yes, yes, we were. <laughs> 3 a.m. picking a song and, and kind of what Tom alluded to on, on the, you know, day of competition, but kind of trying to figure out what we were going to say to them to put them in the right mindset. Gotcha. There's a lot of, I mean, it's, it's more mental than anything, just a lot of strategy into trying to get them into the right place before we, before we take the floor. The good news was we really didn't talk about that that much that night. We really kind of focused on the song and a couple other things because they were in such a good place all weekend. We didn't have to really maneuver a whole lot of uh, uh, anybody's mindset. It was they, they were pretty keyed in on what we were doing. So, and, the, and the song oh, had ahead, actually Tom. been chosen earlier in the season. KJ had found that song, but it was not the right time right. to use it, so we just kind of held on to it. So t- <clears throat> then take me through those, those pre-meet meetings. Coach Candler, Lou, obviously, Tom, is, is Ashley in? Is it just the three of you? Do you have Coach Kerr in there? I mean, what's what's that group like? Yeah, Ashley's in there with us. Our, uh, Jen is in there with okay. us. Our, our staff is in there, um, just so everybody's kind of on the same page. Is there a dry erase board? Is there pacing? Is there <laughs> – whenever you're sitting up and you're trying to find out what's right and how this works out, uh, Lou, what's, what's the process like? Um, it starts off pretty casual at first, and then we just kind of toss things back and forth and, and go over – not just what we're going to bring to the table, but also what it means. Um, the song we chose for the last night was Champion. Um, and part of the message was uh, Tom had looked up the definition of champion. And uh, it's not about getting first place. It's not about winning. It's about fighting for a cause, being a champion for something else, uh, being a champion for each other. Uh, so we delivered that message in that way that the word champion in the song meant that, not that you're seeking a trophy but that it's about the fight and it's about what you're willing to do for each other out there and, and staying together when we're out on the floor. That's Lou Ball. Tom Haley's with us as well, too. They just won a national championship for the women's gymnastics team. So, Tom, with that in mind, when you hear an opposing coach like LSU's coach saying no one was going to beat Oklahoma tonight, that's got to get you pretty fired up because that team came in with that mindset that they weren't going to come up short again, didn't they? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, <clears throat> it's really nice to hear that, but uh, walking in the door, um, and I don't know how this will come across, but we knew that we weren't leaving without that trophy. We were we were fighting for something that night, and these guys had resolved that that was going to happen. Um, and and Dee Dee from LSU, she was absolutely right when she said that. Well, there's a fine line, Lou, between wiping something clean out of your mind. For instance, uh, I take this back to football. I want the Raiders to forget that whole season last year. But yet there's also certain things where you want them to remember. So what was that for you and Coach and for Tom, that fine line between wanting them to remember how close they were but then also not dwell on it? How, what was that challenge like, that double-edged sword? Yeah, it can be, it can be an interesting uh, thing to tackle. They, uh, the idea is that the, the .0375 was kind of their thing in the preseason that motivated them all year, conditioning, getting up early, the grind, doing what we do. And then you get to season, and you're right, you can't dwell on it, but you do want them to remember what it felt like, that sting of, of having just lost. But then when you get to the meet and you're in that moment, they got to forget about it. Tom, this seems like a pretty self-motivated group, too. Not to take anything away from 3 a.m. Or maybe if you like try to slip a melatonin to someone, it's like, oh, look at the time. But um, it, this seems like it's a group that pretty much had a solid head on its shoulder despite all the you know real-life adversity they went through and then just being injured all season long for so many yeah, of them. Yeah, for sure. They, you know, All that adversity, I think, brought that out of them, to be honest with you. There was a lot of, a lot of people would typically buckle under 
those circumstances, but this team just kept taking it and, 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 and fueling themselves with it. And there was, you're right, at the end of the year, the last two weeks of training leading up to the championship, that group was in a different place, a completely different place. Whenever, well, what do you see? What did you see that kind of sold you on that? I saw very low drama. Oh, that's awesome. Very high, <laughs> very high motivation. Um, and, and actually a little bit of edginess. Brenna Dowell was snapping at people. Nice. Fact, it was great. It was absolutely <laughs> great. Um, there was just great leadership going on. I'm, I'm telling you, the last two weeks, it just felt different. That's totally awesome. different. That's awesome. Uh, a couple more, then I'll let you guys get out of here. Uh, what, what's next now? Lou, I mean, it, obviously reintroducing yourself to your family. And I know your daughters are kind of ingrained within the program with you and Coach, but what's next for you? Yeah, obviously a little bit of family time. Uh, we got a lot of personal stuff going on. We're uh, building the house, so my attention will turn to that. But uh, we can't run away from recruiting. Uh, we're all three going out this week. We're all going to be gone recruiting, uh, trying to capitalize on, obviously, the results of the national championship. But getting out on the road and uh, getting the next best athletes to come to Oklahoma and win more national championships. I feel like every time I talk to uh, Coach Kindler, though, you guys are dealing with another broken arm or another broken bone or something. Are the girls doing okay? My kids are finally <laughs> as healthy as the OU Gymnastics team. They're doing good. They're running around. They're playing. They're having fun. So that we're, we're kind of paralleled a little bit what we went through this year with the team, but they're both doing great now. And uh, obviously, uh, Tom, for you and Kelly, with what a, a Levi and then two daughters, Nina and Ka Kaya? Kaya, yes. Kaya. Yeah. So you, welcome back, family, yeah, right? right? But is is it right on the road for you two, recruiting-wise? Yeah, I'll head out this weekend for a couple of days and then uh... – and back in town, and I, we got a text this morning. There should be some sort of a celebration coming up here pretty yeah. soon. Yeah, we, we'll have a lot of details on that. And, you know, speaking of details, guys, I was there for UCLA. Uh, I was there for, what was it, Bama. We, this should be the norm, I think, now. This is four national championships. We've, you, well, you guys have gone on the road and you've been places like Georgia where that crowd is a factor. We saw the factor a crowd can be. Rather than that being an anomaly, I'm ready for that to be every single week and you guys are putting it putting it on i mean you're putting on a show so uh, lou i'll start with you the importance of a great crowd and let's go buy season tickets right yeah we get them get them now you get a free championship towel i heard if you buy them right now uh and obviously the bigger the crowd the bigger the support the better these athletes really thrive on the support that they get from their sooner fans so the the more people we can pack into there you know we did the whole Drop the curtain chant. That and was we awesome. dropped the curtain for UCLA, and there was over 10,000 people there. And we'd like to get rid of the curtain permanently. So let's go. Pack it in. Do we know? Hey, I almost yelled Maggie at Lindsay. Lindsay, do you know details of the championship celebration yet? Do you no. have? Not yet. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> she was busy working. I thought she might. I will have all the details coming up of the championship celebration here over the next uh, couple of segments. And then we'll wrap up with this. I mean, this – Brenda Dow graduates – which is a, a tough loss. It was great to see her compete what she had never done the beam before, right, mm -hmm. uh, in, in competition. I was actually there last year whenever she did one kind of in an <laughs> exhibition, and I thought, that looks really good. <laughs> she did the all-around all year long, but uh, there's holes to fill, but how excited are you about what's coming back? Uh, very excited. You know, we return, obviously, everybody that competed in the championship, uh, juniors, sophomores, freshmen, and then uh, we'll get Bree Showers back. From her injury yeah. and that'll be a huge plus for us i know jade is looking forward to doing it all around next year so we we're going to add some routines that are currently coming back we got some really outstanding freshmen coming in so we should make a pretty good run at it again next year 
Love talking to Lou and Tom. It looks like May 2nd or 3rd. We're going to have details on when that championship celebration is going to be coming up at Soonersports.com. And you heard me try to bug Lindsay Morrison. Well, she joins us now to wrap up the Sooner Sports podcast. Lindsay, take me through your seat. Take me through your emotions. Take me through your Friday and Saturday night. I had kind of a terrible seat for oh, like no. most of the events. We were at one end of the arena. Beam was all the way across the arena. So bars was great. I could see everything. Um, first night, I was like, man, they are... They're rolling. Like, Vault got off to a great start. Bars, great. I mean, everything Friday, I was like, all right, things are clicking. It's not not our best meet. There were some spots that were rough, but things seem to be clicking in the way that you're like, okay, tomorrow they're going to come out here, and it's all going to click exactly how it needs to. And Saturday, you know, we started on bars, and Anastasia went up, and I'm like, this is – she's nervous. I can I can tell. And bars kind of was slow, and, you know, nobody's scores in the first rotation were great. I mean, across the board, every team was having, you could tell those nervous kind of, you know, let's get the jitters out. So no one was really hitting the way they probably wanted to. And then we went to beam, and Olivia goes and she hits. And I'm like, all right, this we're, we're moving. Brenna hits. <laughs> Nico goes 99375. Carly goes 99375. And I'm like, oh, we're going to win this. Like, there's... <laughs> I'm looking at other scores and I'm like, yeah, we've we've got this. I mean, they just they got to beam and instead of taking those nerves from bars and letting it keep it, they were like, nope, bars is in the past. Like we're done, we're moving on. Um, you know, they had that mistake on floor, but Jade came in and Jade was kind of that clutch routine because if you know, you have a fall and if Jade doesn't hit, we're in trouble. Right. And she hits, Maggie hits, Brenna hits, Olivia hits, and it was like, there's you're not you're not catching us and. Brenna has the best fault of her life, probably, to see it. <laughs> I, I love the quote you had from her in the story on Soonersports.com about how she was just in awe, you know, whenever she had stuck it, and then you hear the crowd. Uh, you and I don't have a ton of time to talk here because of the constraints of the broadcast clock, but I'm curious, when did you know? When was that moment on Saturday night where you're like, you're, you're, you're crunching numbers, you're a mathematician covering this, but when was that moment you knew that they had won the title? And what, what was it like for you? The moment I really knew, I think, was right after Olivia's vault. And I looked over and the team was cheering and Jen was crying because obviously this was a really special moment for her with the passing of her husband. And um, it was kind of a special moment for me. My the last school I was at, I had a coworker um, who had passed away in a car accident about a year and a half ago, and he told me to go in a natty <laughs> when I got to OU. And so I was kind of like, "Hey, like Mike, I I did it. I won that natty. You told me to win." And you know, it was as this idea, like I'm not out there on, you know, I'm not in the gym grinding. I'm not on the floor, but it was the coolest moment. And I'm so proud of this team, and I'm so thankful that I get to work with them every day. I mean, this this means probably more to them than it does to me, but it means so much to me to you know just get to be a part of this team. What um and then a, then a final thought. I, I got 2 minutes here. You wrote a story on Dave that is really I mean really well done. Can you kind of take us through what that meant to this team and how challenging that was? I mean, that's real world real life stuff. Yeah, I think people look at this team and they're like, "Oh, they've been number 1 all season. They're number 1 on everything. Like this is easy." But this season has been so incredibly hard on them. So incredibly hard on the coaching staff, everyone who's been so directly involved in you know, I have the do it for Dave bracelet. I use that on Twitter all the time with, you know, from OU Gymnastics because I want this team to know that I'm supporting them and I'm behind them. And, um, you know, I think doing it for Dave, that just it made it that much more special. KJ um, said in one of her interviews that this 
national championship means more than any of the others. And I, I think it's because they, they weren't fighting for points. They were fighting for purpose. Great stuff. Congratulations to women's gym national champions. Again, you can get your de- gear at shop.soonersports.com and go buy season tickets for next year right now at Soonersports.com. Congratulations to KJ and the entire team national champions again. And until Friday, when we'll be back talking NFL draft, Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air.